This is the Relaxed Fit Podcast. This is episode number 11, and I'm making it in a swimming pool. Well, this podcast is, of course, brought to you by Don the Window Cleaner. My website is dontwc.com. If you need to get your windows cleaned, and you probably do, then you need to give me a call. We'll make them sparkling clean. It lasts a long time. It really does. If you do it right, it stays done longer. If you just get out there and spray it with Windex and wipe it down, you're just moving dirt around. You have to actually remove the dirt. So give me a call at 904-701-3379. And if you need to get some pressure washing done, you got to get that done before the window cleaning. And I can take care of that too. So give me a call or go to the website, dontwc.com, and fill out the, uh, the form. Give me your address. I'll get out there and get a look at it. Be too happy to. You want to make sure that you get things squared away before football season. Well, so anyway, I told you I was in a swimming pool. I'm in my friend's pool. He is right next door to our RV. He is our, uh, our friend, family member in Christ, person that we have, uh, uh, we're making community here. And so they have a pool and I take advantage of it when I can because frankly, it's been so hot and clean the filter out once in a while and of course, we've been working on the RV. The RV has been a real challenge. It's old. And this past week, I had to drop a couple hundred dollars so that I can hook up uh, propane gas to it. It's got an internal propane gas system. But you know what? You can't get anybody to deliver propane to an RV that is stationary. They say, bring it in. We're not bringing it in. We've kind of turned it into our house already. And when you're moving it, everything goes flying everywhere. And so I just need to get the propane delivered. Well, no one does it. And so I can use regular, those little 20-pound cylinders. But in order to do that, I had to get a thing called, uh, they call it an extend-a-stay. And it's something that you can use to tee into your system so that you could say uh, you could either run uh, a charcoal grill off your off your internal tank or you could feed it, feed your own system, the RV's system, with little 20-pound cylinders. So I got that. It was about 50 bucks just for that brass fitting and the, and the hoses. So I get home. And it won't fit. There's no room to put it in there because uh, all the other fittings are inside uh, a welded metal area. And so somebody had to come out with a grinder and cut all that stuff away so that then we could uh, attach that. So I do have gas now. I have gas that goes to uh, to the stove. But my most recent problem was... Uh, getting the hot water heater to work again. Uh, the hot water heater was kind of working intermittently. I was not sure why. It turned out that the hot water release, you know, the pressure release valve had gone bad 
and when it did all kinds of stuff came out of it and it poured all over the um, the element I guess you know all over the uh, burner and we put it out now I didn't know this for a while because it would go out and I'd find out about it later like hey I had hot water all of a sudden I don't so <laughs> I uh, I found out one day when it had been running, and I came around the uh, back of the RV. I saw this, all this water running out of the back of it. I opened the lid, and there it is. This thing is just leaking, and I caught it just as it was putting out the burner. I said, now that explains so much. It was really fortunate thing that I found that out. Uh, it was... Really, it was by the grace of God I found this out, because otherwise it would still be a mystery. So, uh, went out and had to get another um, pressure release valve. It was about 28 bucks for that. Nothing ever cost five bucks. <laughs> uh, everything's 20, 30, 50, 100, 200, <laughs> you know, every time you turn around. And on top of that, it really needed to be leveled, and I'm on, a, I'm on a slight incline here. Not much, but enough. You can feel it. Well, I got this brilliant idea, and I said, I know what I'll do. I'll pull it forward a little, then I'll shovel out a hole for the tires in the back, because that's where it was, it was riding too high, and the driver's side also was a little high, so I went and dug a hole, pulled back. Okay, it was a little better, but it needs to be done more. Pulled it out of the hole. Now, every time I did this, you know, I'm only driving about a foot, <laughs> foot and a half. And every time I do, things go flying. I'm having to secure things every time I move this. So I got out, I dug the hole and uh, made it a little bit deeper, went to all the way around because we were all just not quite there. Then I'd level it again after I pulled it in. Huh. It's better. I don't want to dig too deep a hole and then not, you know, <laughs> have to fill it in. So I, I did that five times. Yes, that's, how, that's right. I ended up doing this five times until I finally get it where it's, well, mostly level. And in the back, by then... Now the, uh, the hose that comes out of the sewer was really kind of pressed against the ground. It had like a kink in it. So I had to go dig a hole under that. <laughs> so I'm just trying to give you the full flavor of what this is like. There's so <laughs> many new experiences in owning an RV, even when you've got the thing stationary and you say you are never going to move it again right. I moved it five times yesterday and I don't want to do it again. Uh, we're going to be getting a, a metal cover to put over it, you know, kind of like garage it almost, except we really want to open on the sides. I'd still like to be able to put my awning out. Although the ones I'm finding, you really can't do that unless you make it, you get a really wide one. And do I really want to spend $4,000 on this? Not sure. But we have a little time. In the meantime, we're still getting used to living in it. Today, I think I might have gotten my hot water issues nailed down. I cleaned out uh, after everything was, after I got that valve installed, I got the 
can of air and I blew everything out and soot and trash, all, all kinds of things came out. And I said, well, this would keep it from starting too. So I told my wife, hit the button. And when I did, boom, it started. I have a nice blue flame. I came back again later, still burning, nice blue flame. Excellent. I can't wait to see. Um, I'll just like to take my first actual hot shower in this thing. I've taken some cold showers. I've taken some warm showers, but I really want to get a hot shower here. And, you know, there's even strategies for that. There's like a little knob on the thing so you can stop the water. Because, you know, what I'll do is I'll basically wet my hair down, shut it off, soap my hair, shut it, you know, turn it back on again, rinse my hair, and then wet my body down. You get, you get the drill. So... <laughs> So you're trying not to use a lot of water. For you environmentalists out there, that should be near and dear to your heart. Say, you know, that sounds like this is something that would cause you to be a little more cautious with how much water you use. I I think there's something to that. There really is. Okay, so anyway, um, this is the situation in the motorhome right now. I'm living in Alachua. And because I'm living in Alachua, I'm realizing I need to change my nextdoor.com address. Because I no longer live in Northwest Gainesville, or at least not in Spring Hill. I mean, not Spring Hill. uh, Spring Forest and in that area. So I'm going to have to do that. I don't know how long it takes to change this. But, of course, it'll give me access to all new neighborhoods. So I don't know if this is going to, this may be my last or next to last uh, link that I put up on nextdoor.com, but I'm hoping that we will um, continue to communicate. By all means, uh, subscribe to the podcast. It doesn't cost anything. And if you feel like spending money, call Don the Window Cleaner at 904-701-3379. And get your windows cleaned while supporting this podcast. Of course, I'd like to hear from you. We can talk about what you want to talk about. Um, I'm an older American now, and I'm trying to live small. I'm trying to uh, reduce my footprint. This is not a political statement or anything, but I'm just trying to live smaller. My wife and I both want that. She really likes the motorhome. It takes... A very short time to clean things. And then all of a sudden, ta-da, everything is bright and sparkly again. You know, it takes 15, 20 minutes to clean house. <laughs> anyway, uh, stay tuned soon. I'll be talking about my shopping trips to Alachua. Well, I'm back. And Alachua is my new neighborhood. Um... It's kind of a sprawling neighborhood. We are on uh, Highway... Is it 232? Yeah, 232. (laughs) And uh, we intersect with 235, about the midway point, I think, between Newberry and Alachua. But Alachua is really the place... I think we are. I, I pass signs that say Alachua City Limits on the way here, so I'm going I'm to say I must be in Alachua. Still working on some things. So anyway, we uh, 
we went shopping to Publix a couple of times. There is a Publix in Alachua. That's great. If you're not familiar with Publix supermarkets, of course, anybody that's listening to this probably is. Um, very, very good, high-quality supermarkets. They have those lifestyle ads, you know, not the kind of thing where they're saying, hey, bologna's only three for a dollar, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but, you know, where they show uh, these upper-middle-class families all enjoying their time together over fr Publix Fried Chicken, you know, that kind of, those kind of ads. And I used to be an employee of Publix, and it was a superior place to work. I want you to know. I worked for Winn-Dixie, and Winn-Dixie was a slovenly place to work, at least in the late 70s it was. It was terrible. And it was, they were dumpy stores. Uh, but at the time, they used to be cheaper than Publix. And I think there's only one Winn-Dixie around here anymore. Not even here. It's in Gainesville. But... Uh, but that Winn-Dixie, which we lived near about seven years ago, it was splendid. It was really a good Winn-Dixie. They had won me back over. Uh, Publix had begun to really sort of lose my confidence. The bloom was off the rose. Yes, they still make the best fried chicken. But, um, I don't know, service-wise, and also it just seemed like everything was chicken. For a long time, it was, you know, seven different kinds of chicken on the... You know, at the deli all the time. Um, three different flavors of chicken tenders. Please stop it. Popcorn chicken and then chicken wings, breaded, unbreaded, and fried chicken and rotisserie chicken. How many more ways can we have chicken? And, <laughs> and I missed hot bars where, you know, sometimes they'd have ribs or they'd have uh, pulled pork or they would have pork chops or they would... <laughs> know anything else but chicken and I had really enjoyed that and also the vegetables they didn't have many vegetable sides but now they do they've gotten smart about that and that's good but still some of the stores I find kind of disenchanting oh Don what's not to like I mean there's the BOGOs well BOGOs don't really fit our lifestyle anymore we live in an RV I don't really have time I mean, room for two of everything. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I went to buy mustard today, and I go into Publix, and mustard is BOGO. Big, giant containers of mustard are BOGO. It's like, I don't have room for one of those. I need a small one. We just need a small mustard. Um, when I Also, when I got in, I was trying to buy a rotisserie chicken today. And I walked in, and I mean, this Publix in Alachua was slammed. It reminded me of the 100s crossing. So busy, you can hardly move. And then when you get there, you see, oh, there's no chicken. <laughs> there were no rotisserie chickens today. None. They were all gone. If I wanted to get chicken wings or chicken, 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 whatever, all kinds of fried chicken products I could get. But I wanted a rotisserie chicken. And I saw the, the birds on the you know, cooking in the giant rotisserie machine, and it was going to be half an hour before they were done. Oh, jeez. Uh, they, they were just slammed. And I don't know if it was, they just had not really prepared for this, but lots of people there. And uh, then and they didn't have any beans. And I was like, oh. So I decided, you know what, this is a good time to find out if I like shopping at Hitchcock's. Because I had stopped at Hitchcock's, and as I told you before, I saw you get biscuits and gravy, gravy there in the morning. I said, 
hot dog. That's, that's nice. Let me go over there and check it out. So I went. And uh, I just sort of went up and down the aisles, too, just to look around and see what there was. And I got my little bottle of mustard. They sell flowers, too, and that's important to me because I buy my wife flowers twice a week. Now, at Publix, it cost me $8, 4 bucks each time to get a small bunch of flowers. And I bring them and I add them to the ones that are still living, you know, and I, I try to keep up with what flowers are dead, alive, and all that. <laughs> Um, but I keep try to keep these flowers there. Now at Hitchcock's they're five ninety nine. And I said, well, that's not too good. I might be going to Publix for my flowers. And uh, they did have rotisserie chickens. Of course, there was also parking. There was lots of parking because they're nowhere near as busy as Publix. Now when I had pulled into Publix, I mean I. I couldn't get, I was four aisles away from the store. I mean, parking aisles away from the store. I couldn't park in front of the store, the aisles next to the front of the store, or the aisles next to the, it was ridiculous. It was just unbelievable. Uh-oh. All right, I interrupted there. One of the children that live at the house next to my RV just came out. I've got a five-year-old who's being punished for something, and now he wants to engage me. Okay, I'm back. I feel like a secret agent. Uh, I'm lurking around the house, hiding from people that want to talk to me. So anyhow, <laughs> this, is how this is how to tell how real this is. <laughs> Obviously, I don't work in a studio. But anyway... Uh, I was talking about shopping at uh, Hitchcock's. That's right. So anyway, I went to go to Hitchcock's. I uh, found a rotisserie chicken. You know, there was plenty of parking. The place is a lot slower. The chickens are plentiful. Once I got it home, it had been there a while. So that is... Oh, and they didn't have any beans either. So <laughs> this seems to be the choice that we have to make. You know, you can have a place where the chickens are really good if you can get one. If you can get one when you want it. Or you can go someplace where the chickens are not quite as good, but you know you can get one. All depends on what you want. And I would... <laughs> Uh, do I wish I had waited half an hour at Publix? I really didn't want to wait for half an hour to get a rotisserie chicken at Publix. Um, but I can see I'm probably going to be splitting up my shopping. Going uh, to have to be planning it a little bit better. Because there are some things that I think that I would be happy to go into... Um, Hitchcock's and get because I like the idea of there being two stores and will I spend a little more to support that I think I would but I also want to make sure that I'm getting things that I really want I really wanted a Publix rotisserie chicken and I just couldn't get it so um, it may be that I should have taken the chicken wings I'm trying not to eat so much fried foods. This is such a quandary. Uh, 
But anyway, we uh, later on we went out for a drive because my wife wanted to know where Irby Elementary was. She's because she's got to pick up the boys from Irby Elementary uh, tomorrow, and she goes, "You know, I don't even know where it is." And so we went out to find it. Got to, did a little exploring. She went to Dollar General because we needed to buy a can opener because that was something <laughs> we did not own a can opener anymore. And that was just driving us crazy. So uh, so now we have a can opener and we have mustard. We don't have ketchup. It's really funny how you have to choose the things that are really important. We have salsa. So boom, we're in good shape. We have salsa. And I can have that instead of ketchup. There's not that many things I eat ketchup on, to tell you the truth. And there's a lot of things I'm just not going to cook here. Um, we're trying to do the keto diet thing again and all that. So we're trying to eat less bread, so I'm probably going to make fewer hamburgers. Make fewer hot dogs. So we're, uh, you know, eating chicken, eating chicken salad, eating... Uh, oh, what did we have the other day? Okay, got a weird recipe for you. This is the keto Reuben. <laughs> Cindy got a baked, you know, baking potato, and she nuked it till it was really cooked. She scooped it, scooped out the inner potato to use it for uh, making potato salad later on, and she's saving it. And she used the skins to create our keto Reuben. So we got a little can of sauerkraut. We used our can opener to open it. <laughs> Um, she put uh, sauerkraut in the bottom of the potato skin and then a pickle, you know, one of those flat sandwich slices, and then heaped it with pastrami, covered it with uh, cheese and Thousand Island dressing, Swiss cheese and Thousand Island dressing. And then she nuked that whole mess until it was all melted. That was delicious. You know, yes, there were carbs in it because of uh, the skin, but not as much as we would normally eat. And we did get a lot of the positive things that you get with potato skins, a lot of the vitamins and nutrients. But it was really delicious. And you could pick it up and eat it, but I ate it with a knife and a fork, just cut it up. And frankly, it was pretty filling. So that is, uh, that is our oddball recipe. Remember the, I don't know if you remember the Krubin. <laughs> Or maybe I made that for my video. But uh, once in a while, I will tell you about the, the things that we eat while we're trying to stay healthy. Um, well, this episode is over. I want to encourage you to get your windows cleaned. You know, when I went away several years ago and I came back, a number of my customers had passed away. Now, I'm not saying you'll die if you don't get your windows cleaned. But there is a track record for this. So, do it for yourself and your loved ones. Call 904-701-3379. The life you save may be your own. Get your windows cleaned, get your house power washed, and even if you don't survive the coming year, you'll go out with the good feeling of having a clean house and clean windows. This is Don. Once again, go to dontwc.com, learn more about Don the Window Cleaner. You have a great day.